Well, I have the incredible privilege of wishing you all a Merry Christmas, but also of sharing a Christmas word for you today. And to do that, we're going to carry on with what we've been doing over Advent, and that's been looking at the nativity with our eyes looking at different focuses and different sources of light. And so don't worry if you haven't been part of this journey so far. I'm just going to reflect on that. But today is all about putting our attention on Jesus. So throughout the nativity story, we began with Zechariah in the temple with the menorah. Okay, and a slide will come up and uh, show you what that menorah looked like. So there was this candle lampstand in the temple, and there it was for Zechariah to see. Then later on in the story, we have Mary, and the light represented in Mary's story was a simple house lamp light, kind of like a torch, I guess, a modern-day torch for us today. But for them, it was just a simple light that they would carry around. Then we moved on in our story to the star. The star, the magi, the three wise men followed. And they looked at the star and that was their light source as well that they journeyed to and traveled in pursuit of their attention on that star. And then finally last week, we looked at the angelic hosts as the shepherds saw the choir of angels. They weren't the only ones to see the angels, though. Mary did have an encounter with the angel Gabriel. And so did Joseph in a dream. But the angels were a light throughout the nativity story too. But they all point to Jesus. Jesus, the light of the world. And so simply today, as we come to the end of this series, is simply to say that Jesus is for everyone. Jesus is is for you. Just like in all those stories, as part of the nativity story, in all those parts, the light seemed for each individual. So Zechariah had the menorah, Mary had the lamp, you know, the, the wise men had the star, and the shepherds had the angels. But actually, all of those light sources was to point to Jesus. And Jesus wasn't just for each of them. Jesus is for the whole world. Jesus is for you. And the thing is, around this time, it is so easy to get distracted by all the great things of Christmas that even point to Jesus. You know, we can end up being just distracted by things, having our attention on things in our lives, but also those amazing things that point us to Jesus. Sometimes we can end up And I want to encourage us today that we can see Jesus because Jesus is for everyone and for you. And so if you've got your Bibles with you, we're going to look at one, uh, John chapter 1. We're going to read verses 1 to 6 together, and then I'm going to jump down to verse 14 as well. It says this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 14 continues. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, 
who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is for everyone. Jesus is for you. And something I just wanted to simply say about the author who wrote this. This author, I mentioned this before, he associates the light of God, light of Jesus with his life, with the life from God. But also he associates life, light, and also the love of God. In fact, John later on writes a letter where he says, God is light. In that same letter, he says, God is love. So today, today, we're just going to look at Jesus being for all of us, for everyone, but being the light for everyone, being life for everyone, and being love for everyone. So my first point today, Jesus is light for everyone. You see that in verse 4, in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Now, I don't know about you, but hopefully you've opened some Christmas presents or you've got Christmas presents ready to be opened after this. How many of you have ever given a Christmas gift that's for everyone in the family? You done one of those? Make it easy on yourself. There's five people in the family. I'll tell you what, I'll just buy one gift and it's for all of you. Well, some of you are like, yeah, yeah, I've received that and I haven't enjoyed that present. I guess most of you, when the present's been for everyone, you haven't really enjoyed it personally. You don't feel it's for you. Mm, maybe it's for somebody else in the family that's more loved. Um, so this is the thing. I've done that. Last year, me and my family bought my family, my mum, dad and brother and sister, a coffee machine for Christmas. Ooh, I hear you not say. And um, I thought it was a pretty decent gift, yeah? A bit of money, splashed out on them. But here's the the thing. Um, My sister moved out a month after (laughs) she received this gift. My mum, I think she doesn't actually like coffee. And I still don't know to this day. Um, I'll find out later on today. And my dad, um, well, he just doesn't do well with having to constantly look up instructions on how to do things. So really, in the end, it was the best gift for my brother, who absolutely loves coffee. But, but here's the thing, guys. Jesus is for everyone. He is for you. And the challenge may be, in our approach to Jesus, as we set our attention on him, maybe actually we've moved away from him. Maybe we've received this gift in our lives before, but we've moved away. The gift of Jesus is still for you. Just like hopefully my sister today will actually enjoy that coffee machine. You know, for some of us, we may not like what we've heard about Jesus. We may not like what we've seen of the church and history or even in this present day. Maybe we've got questions or struggles with who Jesus is or who people call him to be. That doesn't stop Jesus being Jesus for you. He is a light for you. And finally, you know, walking with Jesus, it can become difficult at times. You know, there are complications in life. But that doesn't stop Jesus being a light for you. Jesus is light for you. Jesus is light for everyone. Now, when we think about gifts... Have you ever heard that phrase, well, it's not for everyone, or maybe not even gifts. When you talk about something, you say, oh, well, it's not for everyone. 
And I can understand that. When people say it's not for everyone, that's because actually there's an alternative, I feel. Or it doesn't matter if it's not for you because there's something else for you, right? But you see, here's the thing about Jesus being light for everyone. There's no other alternative that will give you the light of God. Jesus is light for you. And here's the thing. You may think, you know, God won't speak to me through Jesus. Maybe through other people. Maybe through Maybe through me this morning, which I hope he does. But this is the thing. Jesus is so much light for you that he will speak through himself to you. You know, in the past, the love of God, the light of God, the life of God, whatever it was, was spoken through different people. Even we just talked about the light sources pointing. Back before Jesus, there was prophets that talked about God and shared about God. Well, today and since Jesus was born... God ministered through his son. Jesus speaks to you. Not just through other people, but Jesus can speak directly to you. Jesus is light for everyone. Do you see his light? The second point I have today is Jesus is life for everyone. Verse 5 continues that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And you see, the thing about this life is it doesn't go out in the dark. In fact, this life doesn't go out at death. It cannot overcome it. This life is eternal life, and it's from Jesus. Here's the thing. Christmas time, gifts. Again, another gift analogy, if you'll be okay with that. How many of you have got a gift where it's battery operated, and after a while, the batteries run out? Becoming a parent in the last five years, the amount of toys I've had to change batteries for, I may as well just buy the toy again. It's just not worth all the batteries I have to pay for. You know, in the same way, gifts become faulty. Gifts can disappoint you. Last, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the Panto with my children. And I'm not joking, I kid you not, from a stall where I bought one of these flashy light things for the Panto to the point of getting into the seat in the panto, the light had stopped working. It's so terrible. You know, I paid like a fiver for this light as well, just for flashing lights. And here's the worst part. Not only had it broken or it stopped working, then I've got my daughter looking at me with those big eyes glazing over, saying, Dad, can you fix it? And I can't. I cannot fix it. The gift is faulty. I even went back to get another light. She had to go through four lights before one worked for me. That's how bad it was. See, Jesus is life for everyone, but this life will not make fault. This life will not go out. This life will not disappoint. And it's hard to say that because I know at times when we walk with Jesus, for those of you who've been walking with Jesus, there are times where we feel that we're walking through disappointment. I want to give room for that today as well, to understand that, but not to dwell in it. Just two days ago, I got received some news that my grandma in the care home she's in, they had a COVID case. So now I can't see my grandma today, which I was really looking forward to. But that doesn't stop the eternal life that I can draw from and know that I am loved by Jesus, and Jesus loves my grandma. But that doesn't mean you can't be disappointed and be 
finding that difficult. But Jesus loves you through it. Jesus shines through it. Jesus gives you the best life through it. I'm encouraged by the disciples. The disciples received Jesus. He was their light. He was their life. And they were looking for Jesus being the Christ, the Messiah. And then Jesus died on a cross. Well, that didn't work out, they thought. This doesn't seem right. This appears all wrong. Jesus, the light of the world, the Christ that we were hoping for to liberate us, died on a cross. Can I just speak this into our situations, church? Sometimes things just aren't what they appear. Jesus rose again on the third day. In fact, he died to deal with sin. He died to deal with our sin, us rebelling from God, us not calling out God to who he really is, us ignoring God. He dealt with that, which could not be dealt by us. And it was by his sacrifice that actually the consequences of sin, of death, of shame, of guilt, of pain, of being separated from God could be dealt with. You see, the truth is our lives are the ones that are faulty. Our lives are the ones that are sometimes found in darkness. Our lives run out, right? We have an end, but not with Jesus. Just as Jesus rose again on the third day, Jesus will resurrect us for all who believe in him, who turn from a life without God, repent of sin, and come to him. We will have eternal life with him. One of the things in my family we've started to do as a tradition on the lead up to Christmas Day is we burn an Advent candle. Not sure if you've seen them. It basically, I think it's about an hour it burns for. And so every day we'll light it. We'll do a few things about Christmas. We'll put a nativity stick up thing and uh, our kids get to take turns uh, putting them up. But one day I um, thought, oh, the candle's not quite lit to the end of the day. So I decided to relight it because they love blowing it out (laughs) before they go to bed. And I put it up on the side. And this was like at the beginning of Advent. Well, about midnight that night, I looked at the candle and it was down to 12. Like, we're only on day two of Advent and I've already burnt out all those days. And it just reminds me, you know, my human error. (laughs) I get things wrong. But here's the thing. Jesus will never burn out on you. And you know what? Jesus isn't faulty so that he misses some days out with you. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's always faithful. He's always kind. He's always good. He's always loving. He's always light. And he's always life to you. Despite the days you go through, Jesus doesn't skip a day. He will never burn out on you. He's faithful. So even when kind of the Christmas spirit seems to leave, even when we put the Christmas tree back in the cupboard or the shed, or maybe we put it in the green bin, you know, when the Christmas lights come down, when all those things that point to Christmas go away, Jesus remains. His life is still here. His life is still with you. Jesus is life for you. Not just the person on your left, Not just the person on your right. Not just for the good person in your family. He is for you. And finally, my third point. Jesus is love for everyone. 
This is what I call the Santa dilemma. When we project kind of our views on Santa or the modern day understanding of Santa, we project it onto God as well. You see, according to Santa, or this poem at least, it seems that only the good children, only the nice children receive the gifts, right? And uh, I can let you know that my children were good and nice, so they got gifts today. But here's the thing with God. You don't have to earn it. We can't earn it. In fact, none of us are the good children. We've all rebelled. We've all moved away. We've all lived lives apart from God. Yet out of God's grace, he continues to love us. Verse 14 said, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Grace is basically love that we don't deserve. And God loves everyone. God loves you. In Romans 5.8, it says, Whilst we were still sinners, whilst we were still far off, God made the first move and gave Jesus to die so that we could have a relationship with him. 1 John 4.19 says, We love because he first loves us. I'm not sure if you've heard of the term throwing shade at people. Well, I think we do it to God, even in our Christian walk. We throw shade on God saying, God's only going to love me when I'm good. God only loves those who are religious. God only loves those who are morally upright. God only loves those who don't have problems, who are free of addictions. God only loves the perfect people. This is the wrong understanding of God. God loves with grace and truth. And this is the wonderful thing about his love. We get to receive him. And I'm going to give an opportunity today to receive that love But not just to receive it, but to experience it every day. Again, coming back to that gift imagery. Jesus is a gift, not just for today, not just for tomorrow, not just for life. Jesus is a gift for eternal life, forever. And this is the gift we get. Just as Jesus came as the Son of God, and Jesus reveals the Father and the Father's love for us. This is what it says, if you bear with me, John Verse 12 and 13, 1 John, it says this. John 1, 12. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We get to be children of God. Receive God's love. Today I want to encourage you. Jesus is light for you. He is life for you. And he is love for you. And we can have all those things in our lives when we focus on him, when we leave our old selves behind, a life without God, when we embrace that and say, Lord, forgive me, and then step out in belief, in faith, in trust, in reliance of God, that he will give us the fullness of his light, his life, and his love. Why don't you bow your heads? Just take a time to consider that for a moment. We want to see Jesus' light in our lives. We actually want to receive his life, I believe, the fullness of his life. And we want to experience daily his love. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you sent your one and only son, Jesus, 
to us. Born as a baby boy. Grew up amongst people. Never sinned. Yet died on a cross for sin itself. For all the rebellion against you. For all people not concerning themselves with you. Jesus died. But I thank you three days later he rose again. I'm sorry Jesus for sinning against you. I'm sorry for all the sin that I've committed in my life. But thank you, you have dealt with that. Thank you that I can receive your love today. Help me to follow you by your spirit. Help me to walk in your light, to walk in your life and walk in your love from this day forward in Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen. Amen. Wonderful. If I can invite the band up.